Welcome to Dating Talk with Keely. Okay, well, welcome to Dating Talk with Keely. All right, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, so tell people your name, your age, and what you do. All right, so my name is Stefan Golden. Um, I'm 22 years old, about to be 23, and right now I'm a teacher for middle school students. I teach um, them about coding and using robotics, using like Lego pieces. That's really cool. That's mm. really, like, you must be so smart with computers. I, I, I don't know about that, but they were willing to train me and they were willing to pay me very well to teach <laughs> these kids how to code. And you know what? These kids don't know more than me, so to them, I'm very smart with computers. Nice, nice. So how do you identify? I identify as a bisexual. Okay, yeah. a bisexual man. Yeah, bisexual man. Um, he, so, him, yeah. pronouns. Thank you. How long have you been in the dating game? The dating game? I don't know if I would say I've been in the dating game per se, but I remember my first relationship, my first real relationship started like towards the end of high school. Okay. Um, That was this girl named Tiffany. Um, when, as soon as I saw her, I don't think I was a looker back in high school, but when I saw her, I was like, she's funny. She talks about like Naruto and you know, she's a shit talker. I want to get to know her. Um, I did that. And from then I moved into it. We kind of been like on and off. Um, but it's, it's been good. It's been fun. Okay. Uh, I guess if you want to go like, you know, prehistoric, some of my first relationships started like in, I think eighth grade was my earliest one. It was this one girl in the back of the class. She would rub the she would rub my thigh. Um, she was a new girl. She would rub my thigh, and it was very sexual. And at the time, I didn't understand a lot of sexual feelings or anything like that. I wasn't getting the hints. I was very oblivious and aloof. Um, but she told me I was her boyfriend, and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I did that to a boy in middle school. I don't think I touched his leg, but I definitely was like, okay, you're my boyfriend now. And we like talked on the phone every night and that was like our relationship. I think that's how it was back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Life was simple. So funny. Um, so where did you grow up and where do you live now? I grew up in Canarsie. So in Brooklyn. Um, it was quiet over there, but, you know, I got the time to, like, go to the shore. They have, like, a nice little shore. You get to see the beach, you get to see sunrise, sunset, all of that. But there's only one train, and you have to walk, like, 15 minutes out from my house just to get to that train. But I made it because everything was in Brooklyn at the time. Now, <clears throat> I live in Harlem because I got kicked out of my house in Canarsie last year, September. My parents weren't about me being bisexual. They weren't for it. Um, things just started getting more aggressive and more, you know, toxic, more strained. Um, and then it reached that point where my father, how it went, right? So how it went, I was in the house. Yeah, tell me about it. I came home. I'm ready to cook food because I, I get hungry. So I like to cook so I can eat. Um, I'm ready to cook food. I get in the house. I'm wearing like gym tights, like the leggings. I'm wearing gym tights under my jeans. I take off my jeans and I'm cooking in the kitchen. My father's in the living room. My mother's in the living room. No one has said anything about my leggings thus far. It's been like 15 minutes. At some point, my father's like, oh, why are you wearing leggings? It doesn't look appropriate because my godmother was in the house, even though she's seen me in them before. Um, he was just, it was just ended up being this back and forth with him telling me to take off the leggings. And I'm like, I don't understand why I should have to do that. You, I've seen you wear leggings in the house before. She's family. What's the problem? And I know what the problem is. The problem is that just days before, I came out to him as bisexual. And he was just like, you weren't born that way. 
we're not for it. I don't like that at all. You, you're following somebody you needs to stop. So I knew that was the real reason why he was acting so aggressive and I wasn't going to let him just, you know, domineer over me. I wasn't at that point where I was a, a willing to let that happen anymore. But he didn't like me going back and forth saying that I'm not going to take off the, the leggings. So he tried to put his hands on me. He like slapped the table. He screamed. He was like, don't let me have to talk to you again. And this is like his first time trying to get physical with me. And he grabbed my wrist. So I flung him off and I'm like, why are you touching me? And he looks at me like a deer in headlights and he's like, how, how could I fling him off? And then he grabs me again and I'm like, don't touch me. And I screamed it loud enough for the neighbors to hear. Um, then he reached for a skillet, like an iron skillet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he reached for that. And I was just, you know, like my heart was racing. It was just very... Um, intense. Very intense. And I didn't know like, oh, am I about to get hit with a skillet? Am I about to have to fight my father? Am I going to have to like beat down my father all stuff i wasn't thinking about just like a minute before i just wanted to cook <laughs> yeah um but as soon as he grabbed it like he put it down i don't know if he thought he was gonna lose the fight or if he just thought it's not worth it but he put it down and he just screamed get out i was like fine and i decided i'm gonna like grab my stuff grab my governments grabbed all my clothes packed them in two suitcases and as soon as i was done packing them in suitcases he told me to use trash bags instead. Oh my god. That's so sad. It's so important though cuz there's so many people like you. So, yeah, your your story is super important because there's so many people that have similar stories and stuff like that. Like what how did you overcome that and how has it affected your dating life in general? How I overcome that. Um well, at that point, by the time I was ready to, like, you know, defend myself against my father, I was already ready to leave the house. Um, I was looking for apartments already. Um, that same day that I got kicked out, I went to, like, my first apartment that I went to check out. Railway-style apartment, so essentially I would be living in the living room. I would have no privacy, no, like, doors to lock. And the apartment was, like, 550 a month in Williamsburg. So, you know, sounds nice, but anything for that low isn't as good as it sounds. So as soon as I walked into the apartment, it smells like cat piss. It looks like hoarders oh, live here. No. It was like two gay guys, so I thought that would be in my favor. Like, I don't have to deal with any homophobic bullshit. But, nah, it was just like, it smells like cat. They wanted someone as quick as possible. And, you know, if it came down to it, after I got kicked out, I would have hit them back up and went there. Luckily, um, I had my friend Tiff hook me up with another apartment, like, two days after I got kicked out. Same night, Sierra, my friend Sierra, um, um, she allowed me to stay at, like, her mother's house. Um, her family allowed me to stay at their house. So that was great. It got That's myself back That's Jadian from episode one. Yup, there you go. And episode 23 or something like that. Shout out to her. My current roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to her. You know, she gave me the pep talk. She gave me the spirit talk. You know, gave me the hug. Gave me food. Just made sure I was okay. Didn't try to, like, pry for too much information. Made sure I was okay. I love it. I appreciated it so much. So, um, my main thing is I had a big support system. All my friends were there supporting me. You know, they let me vent to them. They, I went to therapy, group therapy, uh, and I got over it. Yeah. Uh, you know, That's awesome that you, like, sought out therapy. That's really good. I, I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people don't start therapy until, like, later in life. Like me, I didn't. I mean, you know, I didn't have such an intense story but i think mm. therapy like has changed my life and i just started like already mm. you know so it's good that you sought out therapy so young that's amazing 
Yeah, I, I felt like it was important because I knew the amount of rage and, like, bitterness that I was feeling. I knew I would get over it, but I wanted to get over it as fast as possible or, like, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start the healing process whenever I could. And, you know, I've seen how some people at abusive ha- families or abusive households play into their dating lives. And I didn't want to have that play into my dating life either. I didn't want to have to deal with, like, oh, the same narcissistic traits or characteristics that my parents were displaying I'm doing that to someone else or I didn't want to feel like I'm abusing any of my partners or screaming at them or being too controlling or anything like that so I've tried hard to be very cognizant of when I'm being like hypocritical or when I'm just being too controlling okay gotcha um so where where is your family from originally (laughs) they're both Caribbean so um Caribbean people are very very particular about how they feel about the LGBT community. Right, yeah. My father is Trini. Uh, there was no change in his mind. And my mother was Grenadian. And they are both religious, her more than him. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I like to ask people how we know each other, but today is our first day meeting. Mm. So uh, we know each other through Jadian. Um, Shout out to her again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I also like to ask when your last real relationship is. I know you said you're kind of on and off with the same person, but I like to ask people, like, when was their last breakup? Was it, like, rough? How do you get over a breakup in general? Oh, that's a fun question. So my last breakup was with this guy. Um I, I don't know if he wants to hear his name on it, so I won't say his name. Yeah, no names. <laughs> we could uh, say Jadian because mm-hmm. she's been on it. Got you. Um, but it was with this guy. Uh, I met him through some app called Jacked. And out of all, like, the gay dating apps, Jacked is, like, the bottom of the barrel. So okay. he was really, like, a diamond in the rough. I saw his profile. You know, he looked clean. He didn't look like anyone on any homophobic uh, nonsense. Because, you know, sometimes you see profiles and people are, like, you know, headless profiles, they just crop their, their head out, it's just old body, they like, send me a picture, and they tell you straight up, oh, I'm, I'm not into that gay shit, but you know, I'm just trying oh to meet up God. for like a quick blow or some shit, and I'm like, whatever. He was, he looked secure in his sexuality, I liked that, he looked good, you know, he had the nice skin, you know, he had the buzz cut, you know, he looked good, so I hit him up, Um, I told him like, I want to meet up with him, there was some more like, finesse in there, but I forgot a lot of it, because this was earlier in January. Okay. Um, we met up at, like, this burger joint. He picked the place out, and that was the best, like, juiciest fucking burger I've had in in a long time. Mm. So, that was good. And, like, he was even cuter in person. I thought I was going to get catfish. Love that when they're cuter in person. (laughs) I got reverse catfish. And, like, you know, he smelled good. He looked clean everything else. This is about to be a good, this is about to be a good meetup. And at first, I thought it was just going to be, like, friends with benefits. Because I wasn't looking to get into a real relationship. But after that night... I was like, oh, I feel myself catching feelings. Because we, we were in the back of that burger joint. It was, like, nighttime. It was, like, dim lighting. And we were just, like, making out for, like, a good portion of it. Um, It was a fun time. Um, But after that, I told him I wanted to keep it, like, friends with benefits. But even though I told him that, he kept doing stuff that was, like, more relationship-y. Like, he got me and he, like, bought out an Airbnb for us to spend a night in. And I was like, ah, sounds kind of, like, relationship-y. Are you sure you want to do that? And he was like, nah, I understand. We're friends with benefits. I was like, okay. <laughs> he also, it was like Jan- February at the time. So at some point he was like, I know we're friends with benefits, but um, would you want to be my Valentine? And I was like, uh, you know, I'm kind of like conflicted on, do I want to like 
uh, like, you know, endorse, like, him doing, like, relationship stuff? Or do I want to, like, just keep it, like, as, like, you know, sexual friendly as possible and not try to engage in that? But I was like, what harm could go, what could go wrong? I went through with it. It was nice. We had a good night in there. Um, We didn't end up, like, fucking, which I thought was going to happen. Okay. We ended up not doing it. Um, we just played like video games and did other stuff. <laughs> and that's even more relationshipy, right? Like not not just like fucking, you know. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, that ends up like you know increasing that bond. Um, but at some point, I was like still stubborn about not wanting to be friends with benefits until like two weeks in. I'm like, why is it that I rather be friends with benefits? Why am I like so against being in a relationship with him? Like out of everyone that I have to choose, like new people that I'm meeting. He's like, you know, he's kind, he's sincere. He apparently has a lot of money because he's just willing to buy out an Airbnb for me and him. Like, And he had just met me. Um, and, you know, it's nice when people, like, do gifts and shit for you. And he was just a cool guy. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance. I asked my friends around, too. I was like, oh, some of them knew about him. And then some of them, I'm like, what does a relationship mean to you guys? I want to, like, hear from you. And then I'll try to put it together and how I feel. Then after I heard enough opinions, I was like, I think the reason why I was afraid of, like, getting back into a relationship again is because um, I've had issues where I felt like the person I was in a relationship with in the past didn't, like, understand my autonomy or, like, my need for independence enough, and it just made me feel like I was losing my sense of self over time. So, I figured if I do want to be in a relationship, I want it to be with someone who understands how much I value my sense of self and my own identity, and I don't want to lose myself to a relationship. And I uh, pretty much explained all of that to him. You're so mature for your age. (laughs) You are. I I don't know if it's because, like, what you went through and, like, therapy or what, but you're so mature. Like, I was not like that when I was younger. At all? No. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, we're friends with benefits. And then, like, would actually have feelings for the person and call them, like, 37 times one night and then ruin it. Or I just was just, like, crazy. <laughs> oh, no. 37 calls. That's a block. That's... I did do that to somebody one time. Mm-hmm. And it was because I really liked him. But I kept telling him we were just friends with benefits. And then, Ooh. like, the next day he, like, was, like, older than me and was just, like, you're playing games and like I don't fucking play games and I was just like damn oh I am <laughs> sometimes they gotta let you know yeah um but you know like I also don't like breaking people's hearts like I've had like you asked about breakups I've had the bad breakups so like I try to go about relationships as maturely as I can I'm not always the best but I try to go as maturely as I can because if I really care about someone I'm not just trying to like break their heart but that's what ended up happening with him anyways. So, like, you know, I did the relationship thing with him. It was, like, good the first day. Like, I was, like, so certain about it. Then two weeks in, <laughs> which is a pitiful amount of time to be in a relationship. <laughs> but, like, two weeks in, I was, like, I already feel like this was not for me. I made a mistake. And it wasn't, like, really any fault of his. Like, his personality didn't change. He was still the same. Like, he was cool. Um, but I had moved so quickly from being like single and like just like fucking around with multiple people to suddenly I'm in a relationship and we wanted it to be strictly monogamous and I was like oh that's different like you know I feel bad if I flirt with other people so I was trying not to flirt with nobody Mm -hmm. and I just have this like philosophy of not wanting to cheat on someone and if I ever feel that urge to or like that's on my mind I'm just like I might as well just cut it off yeah that's smart 
So I felt like, you know, um, even though it was only like two weeks, I'm like, I might as well just like let him know straight up, like the feelings faded and maybe I was wrong to like try to pursue something romantic when I knew um, I was probably more comfortable with something more like sexual, like friends with benefits. And that, that fool, I, I took him, when I told him, it was in front of like his college campus. So like I was waiting for him to get out of class. I didn't like text him and let him know what I wanted to talk to him about. But as he came out, he was smiling and he was oh, no. he was so excited to like hang out with me. And he was like, where are we going? And I was like, I want to talk to you. And I, I hated that feeling so much. But I sat down with him and I told him how I felt and why I felt we needed to break up. That ended up being a back and forth because he was like, I don't understand why you're trying to give up mm-hmm. so early and give it a chance. And, you know, things don't have to be so like I was looking like long term, like I feel like if I keep this out, um, eventually things will just get worse in the future and like the feelings will fade and like there'll be like resentment or bitterness on both sides and he was like let's just like you know take it easy and like move slow like you don't have to break it up now he ended up crying at some point Aww. like crying a lot <laughs> oh no but he probably appreciated it in the long run you know what i mean like it's better like if you know you know hmm. and like yes you should like work at a relationship but that's like if you know that you want to work at it right, right. Mm-hmm. so like I'm sure he appreciated it in the long run instead of letting it go for like four months mm. questioning it and then like you're even he even likes you even more like you know what I mean that's what yeah. I was thinking because he was yeah. so like clingy yeah. and on to me I'm like nah if I don't end it now then like by yeah. like a month later he's going like never want to let me go yeah. <laughs> I also like worry myself like when I meet somebody that I, I, I feel is like worth it to like work at a relationship with I've been single for seven years I'm been living in the city for 10 like I've basically been single for like 10 years in the city like I had one like quick relationship but like I've been living on my own in New York City for 10 years and had no one to answer to for so long that I feel like when I do find somebody I'm gonna have to work really hard at getting used to like having somebody to answer to losing a little bit of my independence or like you know what I mean like I'm like I wonder if I'm just all in or if I'm gonna be like I don't know like I don't even know how to say it but like I I do like talk about it in therapy how I'm like I can't imagine being like partners with somebody and like and you know I'm sure like when you meet the right person it just kind of flows and like it won't be like that but I like constantly am like hmm I wonder how that's gonna go (laughs) nah that shit is hard oh I could like for my experience like you know I I do value my independence a lot I like like when my friends are very independent and as much as I love when, like, people could talk to me and depend on me and, like, want to vent to me, I like when everyone is good on their own. Yeah. I don't like feeling like, and I hope this doesn't make me sound arrogant, but I don't like feeling like I'm, like, the light in somebody's world. Like, I'm oh, the no. reason why somebody has to live. I wouldn't want live. that either, yeah. 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 Um. And, you know, in relationships where it felt like it was getting clingy, it started feeling like, oh, like, if I break up with this person... I don't know how bad that's gonna be like my mind will go to like the the darkest possible reality and I didn't like that feeling at all it made me feel very constricted and as much as like a relationship is about sacrifice and compromise and communication which is great when you establish that like level of deep communication with somebody but when you're just moving from being so independent like you've been single for seven years yeah then suddenly you're in a relationship and you want to watch one TV show, they want to watch another one, and you're like... Or I have to wait to watch the TV show? Get the fuck out of my house. No, I'm such a binger. <laughs>
All right, so let's get to the fun stuff about mm. your dating life. Okay. Well, you know, I guess just your life. <laughs> mm. um, so what's your perspective on dating? Do you like it, enjoy it, hate it, sick of it? I guess you probably aren't sick of it because you're young. <laughs> but I'm sort of sick of it. <laughs> right now, like with dating, some of, I guess one of my favorite parts about dating is just flirting with people and just getting to see I don't know if that's always like I even if it's not like strictly dating like my one thing I like is just like being able to flirt with people and seeing like oh you know oh shit I still look attractive to somebody or (laughs) oh this person wants to talk to me or like just picking up on cues that because like I used to be oblivious to shit like you know someone could like and as an example there was this one girl in high school um I had a crush on her for like three years and then um one day she like sprints at me in the middle of gym class and she like gives me this big hug and she kisses me like 20 times on the cheek and she's like Stefan I love you 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 what and I kind of just smiled and I was like it's nice to see you too oh <laughs> so, my god so nowhere in my head did I think oh she wants to be with me or anything like that so I was oblivious of shit and I was up to like recently so now when I talk to people whether I'm dating with them or like I'm chatting on them like sexually or whatever the case is when I flirt with them and I pick up on cues I like oh they want to continue the conversation oh they might be into me i like that i like that i'm like paying attention now and i like to like you know make them feel good as well and like see if we can meet up and what happens um the annoying thing about dating has to be i'm a very loud personality i would say like i'm very in your face like from day one i want to be talking about like dreams and what you think about like video games and whole types of shit i don't want to do like the small talk and like Same. how are you where are you from <laughs> what's your favorite color I just, I really don't. I just want to get into the meat of what your personality is. And I feel like I'm so, I tend to be so open book. And a lot of people are very, like, reserved, like, and I understand why. But that Mm -hmm. ends up feeling like, you know, I'm going to lose interest quickly. Because I'm trying to get to conversation and get to know you. And usually I can't do that as easily, especially if, like, we're not meeting face-to-face. Right. Like, a lot of the dating or talking to people that I say I would do is, like, online. Right. And I will, like, try to talk to you online, and I will try to meet up as soon as possible, because I know once you meet up with me, I'm pretty sure, like, my personality will rub off differently than through text. I'm the same way. Um, that actually leads into my next question, is dating apps, and, like, what's your favorite, what's your least favorite? But um, I'm definitely the same way with apps. Like, I am like, okay, we matched, where are you from, what are you doing, da-da-da, let's meet up, like, let's meet up. I'm not giving out my number till we have set date because, like, I don't need texts from someone I don't fucking know. I'm just kind of like that. But what's your favorite dating app and your least favorite? I don't use a lot of them because it, it just gets tiring. Like, I feel like I end up throwing my whole soul into, like, you know, swiping left and right and just, like, oh my God, trying to yeah. message people left and right. And, and then some fade out. Some just, yeah. like, you're just like, what? Like, I've been talking to this guy for two weeks and we haven't met up. Like, it's not happening. Like, it's, you're just like, oh, gosh. Or I would talk to somebody and it feels like we hitting it off. And I'd be like, cool, let's meet up. And then they would set a date to meet up. And he'll be like, actually, let's not meet up. And I'm like, oh, cool, someone else is fucking you, huh? That's, <laughs> that's fine. I understand. I know the game. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. Like, I just... I don't like the bullshit. I'd rather... I'd much rather meet someone in person than start talking after that. I feel like that works, uh, mm-hmm. like, way better. It's hard nowadays, though, to meet people in person. Yeah, that shit is hard. Yeah. Um, like, um, I'm social, but, like, since I graduated, I'm not always in a social space anymore. Like, I'm not always around my friends or... 
I'm not like at different clubs and shit like that. So now it's like I have to make a dedicated effort to go and meet new people if I want to. And as you get older, that gets slower and slower and slower and slower. (laughs) And it's especially hard. Like the other day I went to this bar. I didn't, one, I didn't expect to spend $80, but I did. And (laughs) I I went to this bar. They were having a game night. It's called the Taj Lounge. Then if you like, you know about it. It's called the Taj Lounge. Playing a lot of black music, a lot of black people in there. I didn't expect that either. But I was like, cool. Um, as soon as I got in there, like there were, it felt like people were like mid twenties, and they were like black, black, like blacker than me <laughs> in a sense that. <laughs> what they, do you mean by that? I, how I'm gonna explain that is like they know about like hip hop, they know about all this rap, and I felt so out of place. Like, okay. Like I used to when I was younger. Like I guess I grew up as the Oreo, or whatever. Um, but I felt kind of out of place, and I was trying to like keep my cool and not feel awkward and not feel anxious. Um. But it just wasn't vibing with me. I'm like, look, I just came here for games. At some point, this girl's talking to me. Um, she speaks to me first, so I love that. And we ended up like talking back and forth about Disney and other bullshit. And I wasn't really into her. I don't think she was into me. But it was just nice to talk to somebody else. And yeah. I was like, in that moment, I realized, I'm like, yo, it is really hard to just put yourself out there and meet people. Because yeah. you could just feel out of place. Your anxiety could hit out of nowhere, even if like, you're usually a confident person. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was... like, especially, like, at my age, my core group of friends, like, they're not going anywhere. I'm not really going to make any new, like, best friend. They either have their partners or they're single like me. And when we go out, we don't meet anybody because we're just in our group connecting to each other. Because, mm. like, as you get older, like, everyone's so busy and doing their own thing that when you get together, oh, we're just obsessed with each other. And mm. you end up not meeting anybody. And, like, I don't, like, go out by myself. So it's, mm. like, as you get older, you're like, oh, shit. You have to, like, really make an effort, you know? And I'm cool with that. But my issue, I feel like sometimes my friend groups feel like, you know, I have, like, close friends that I'm really good at communicating with. And I see them as being my friends, like, way long term. Mm -hmm. And then I have other friends where it feels like we have, like, a lot of unresolved, like, stuff that just can't get brought up anymore. It can't get fixed. As you get older, some will fade out. Some will grow. Like, you know, (laughs) you'll you'll figure it out for sure. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask you, so, um, you know, I know that a lot of people who are bisexual have problems with, like, you meet a guy and and he's like, oh, you're bisexual. Like, I don't date bi guys. Like, I only date gay guys. Or Mm. a girl who says, oh, I only date straight guys. Like, do you come across that? And how, how do you feel about that? In the dating world, not as much as I expected to. And I, I was going to ask, because, like, you're so much younger, I bet you your generation is a little, like, more open-minded than minor Jadians. Sometimes I don't know if it's, like, open-minded. Sometimes, like, um, I guess one example I have, I went to this retreat with, like, a bunch of, like, people from school earlier this year. And it was all new people, people I didn't know. It was, like, 40 other kids with me. Um, I went to that retreat, and at some point I had the opportunity to announce that I was bisexual. Like, they asked everyone, like, oh, if you're bisexual like put your hand up or if you're lgbt put your hand up whatever so i announced it and this was like day one of the retreat and from the moment i announced it i was like all right i just like threw off like 50 percent of my possible dating pool because i'm sure there's a bunch of girls in here that are going to be like ew he's bisexual i don't i don't feel comfortable being with a man that's been with another man or you know old types of shit i've like come across before but to my surprise, it seemed like everyone was still kind of fucking with me. And, like, they Good. didn't mind at all. That's I think awesome. It was really a personality over anything kind of situation. And I like that they saw me for me first and they saw me for being bisexual first. That's just what I want out of the yeah. entire world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if I could get that more, that would be dope. 
But I did when I first came out to one of my friends, one of my close friends, like in 2015. I told her, like, I kind of awkwardly told her that I was bisexual. I was like, oh, did you know bonobos are a very bisexual group of monkeys? And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm bisexual. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And her first, the first thing that came out of her fucking mouth, she was like, oh, I wouldn't date a bi guy. And in my head, I'm like, what, what, one, I wasn't interested in dating her. We never had yeah, any like, interest in dating each other. I was just trying to tell you, like, a personal thing about myself. Yeah. Like, how did it turn into, like, oh, you wouldn't date a bi guy? I'm like, all right, even if you feel that way, why did you feel the need to tell me that yeah, just now? Yeah, in this moment, too. Like, I'm trying to be, like, open and honest with you, and, like, you're being an asshole. Yeah, that that sucked. That was when I was first coming out to people. And, you know, like, I wasn't trying to internalize it too much because I'm like, this is my friend. So I'm trying to see you as a friend and not, like, yeah. an enemy. Um, and I talked to her about it. And I'm like, all right, so why aren't you comfortable with it? And she's like, oh, I wouldn't want to be with a man that's been with another man. I'm like, what if that man hasn't been with another man before? And she's like, oh, she doesn't know why. And in my head, I'm like, I know why. It's because you think gay sex is disgusting. It's gross, yeah. <laughs> That's... That's so ridiculous. I'd love to be with a bi guy because I'd at least know he's not fucking homophobic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, sweet. Exactly. I'd be like, let's do it. <laughs> um, And with men, I've had one dude on a uh, dating app. Like, I told him I was bi from jump because I don't like it to be a surprise to anybody. Mm-hmm. I told him I was bi and he was like, oh, you're bi? aren't all bi people cheaters? And I, I looked at that what? and I kind of smiled. I was like, that's really the first thing that came out of your mouth. Because, yeah, because some people think, like, oh, they have, you, have to, you have everybody to choose from. I have, like, instead of just, I have to worry about girls, I have to worry about both. And, like, it's, like, and I'm just, like, so? Like, like if you, if you like this person and you find them trustworthy, like, who the fuck cares? I could like all the genders in the world and yeah. I could still be very specific about who I like. <laughs> yeah. And you could like only women with two arms yeah. and one eye and you could like a lot of those types of women. So your dating pool could be way larger than mine. I just never got that argument. Exactly. It didn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. All right. So tell me about the best date you ever went on best date i ever went on that that might take some time <laughs> is there any way i could come back to this question yeah i can tell you about one of my best sure dates. sure sure okay. that might help. <laughs> yeah so okay so i went on a date with this guy from my hometown and like every summer there's like this festival upstate that i go to um that like my family goes to it's like a friend of a friend and he like throws like a huge like woodstocky kind of festival at his house and the guy that cooks is this guy, um, and, like, every year I just found myself, like, chatting it up with him, like, every single year. And he, like, never had a girlfriend and stuff like that. And I asked the girl who, like, is my bestie who, like, told me to come. Like, I was like, oh, because they're really good friends, him and her. Hmm. And I was like, what's his deal? And she's like, I don't know. Like, he literally has never dated anybody and, like, I, you know... I don't think he's, like, comfortable with himself or, like, whatever. So I had, like, a little bit of pause because I was, like, I am I need somebody, like, confident and comfortable and, like, whatever. But mm. this past year, I found myself, like, just talking to him the whole time again. And I was, like, fuck it. So I, like, reached out on Instagram and he came down for the night. And we went to, like, a shitty bar, like, with burgers or, like, whatever by Grand Central, which is, like... To me, like, I don't want to fucking hang out in that neighborhood, you know? Mm. But, like, so we had dinner, and, like, he seemed confident, and, like, what, like, he, 
like nothing of what I expected. Like we were laughing, like talking about life, like not just small talk, like mm. you said. So then we were like, okay, like let's grab a drink before you go back on the train home. And we're walking and all of a sudden it fucking downpoured. Like, you know that rain where no one has an umbrella, everyone's running in the street. Mm. And it fucking downpoured. And he just, like, grabbed me and kissed me in the rain like a fucking, like, movie. Mm. And we, like, huddled under this thing and, like, kissing. And it was just really fucking cute and romantic. And then, like, I walked him back to Grand Central and we, like, kissed a little bit before he got back on the train. And it was just, like, it was really nice to, like, not have the pressure of, like, oh, are we going home together? Because he doesn't Mm. live in the city. Like, it was just, like, this is what it is. We, like, had a nice romantic night and then... Like when our ways, so that was one of my best dates. That's dope. Sounds like he summoned the way the rain himself. Yeah, like yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. So as you say that, like I'm still kind of like I can't think of a best date. Like I can't put a pin on one. Mm-hmm. But with Tiffany, like my past partner, who now I'm still like friends with benefits plus with, if you want to call it that. Okay. Um, we had just had like a lot of like quality time that we spent together. So if you want to consider those like dates. It would be like, oh, like one day, most of the time we would just be in the house watching TV or stuff like that. But um, like one time I took her to this place called Ninja in the city. It's like this Japanese restaurant where everyone dresses up like ninjas. Oh my God, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Like they lead you down this dark corridor and you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, am I being kidnapped? Am I about to be like executed? Um, They sit you in your table. We It was only two of us. So we ended up getting like this prison cell. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And if you come with a big party, you get, like, the room that doesn't look like a prison cell. But there were, like, sliding doors in what was obviously, like, meant for, like, you know, convicts. Um, but that was cool still. And every once in a while, like, the waiter the waiter will come through um, with the plate or, like, with an order. And the way they will come through, they'd be like, <laughs> And that was the point. It scared the shit out of her. Um, I don't think I got scared, like, more than once. Whoever but... has headphones in got scared. <laughs> I don't think I got scared more than once, but for the most part, it was just fun watching her, like, you know, flip her shit, and, like, even, like, the little, like, performances that they do, she was enjoying that. Yeah. Um, we had, like, one shitty, like, performance, like, performance dish. It was, like, this drink that I ordered, and it was, I forgot what it was called, but um, the woman came, the waitress came, and she was like, oh, here's your drink. Um, it was, like, smoking with, like, dry ice, and she was like, quick, pour dark magic into it. Pour your dark, like, energy thoughts into it. And I was like, okay. I was like, what is she going to do next? And she was like, there you go. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you just had me stare at my drink and told me it's ready. Was, oh, my gosh. That sounds like a good date, though. Mm. Um, What about a worst date? Worst date? It was, I could, I could tell you that straight up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it usually goes, right? <laughs> worst date, I could tell you that straight up. It was this guy, Um, I met him on Tinder. And on his Tinder, like, in his bio, he was, like, he's only looking for friends. But I kind of rolled my eyes at that because a lot of his pictures were, like, sexually suggestive. Like, thirst trap? Yeah. So I was, like, (laughs) come on. I've seen the whole I'm looking for friends things before. Some people I believe in. Some people I'm, like, who are you playing? (laughs) Yeah, right. But whatever. I was, like, all right, let's just see what his vibe is and see what he's like in person. First of all, in person, he did not look like what he looked like in the pictures. So... I don't know if I was fooled by the filters or if he had his makeup game was on point. Or, or if it's, like, from, like, 10 years ago or something. Oh, he was... In, I hope it's not from 10 years ago because I'd be in handcuffs. Oh, right, right. I forgot how young you are. <laughs> I forgot how young you are. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he just... I was like, he probably just put his best pictures up. And that's cool. But I was like, 
that's not how you look like on the dailies. Right. So whatever. Yeah, your profile has to like show who you are. Yeah, right? like put some like an average picture. Like even put an ugly picture if you can. So I got yeah. like a range. Yeah, like, yeah. Give me some options. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I went to the date with him and I got something interesting out of it. Like he ended up talking about baking and like you know baking techniques I didn't know about. And me as someone that likes to cook, I was like, all right, cool. I'll make use of that. But they, we went to get ramen, like, by my house. Because I was like, look, if this date is shit, I don't want to have to take the train, like, an hour back. So right, right. I'm going to put it, like, a block away. And if this date is good, and hopefully, like, you know, he's in the mood, my house is right there. Um, but we went to get ramen, and there was no vibe at all. Oh, there no. was no chemistry. As soon as I met him, I was like, I want to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, all right, you know, you just talking to him and you smiling. And I'm like, look, I'm just waiting for this ramen. I want to eat. I hope he doesn't eat his ramen so I can eat more. <laughs> I'm paying for my half of the meal. Right, and right. we could go and never see each other again, as far as I'm concerned. It wasn't like he was a bad person or, like, a piece of shit. Yeah, it just, you just, you didn't vibe. There's no no vibe, yeah. Gotcha. Um, tell me about your first time. Oh, my first time? That was a fun time. Um, that was, like, two years ago. I remember, I could talk about a little before that, like, um, I was a virgin for, like, a bit, and apparently once you turn 18, all your guy friends think that you're supposed to immediately just lose your virginity, and I just really didn't give a shit. I was, like... I feel confident that I'm going to lose it eventually. Like, I didn't think I was going to be a perm virgin or anything. Um, but I remember one of my guy friends at the time, he was kind of like, yo, if by 21 you don't get your dick wet, I'm I'm going to, like, you know, we're going to get you to the strip club or something. And I was like, okay. It's not that serious. I think, I think people should lose their virginity later in life, actually. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I lost mine at 17. I think that's, like, a good... Or was I 16? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I think I think nowadays, like, people are losing it at, like, 15 or whatever, right? Mm. Because the internet and porn and everything's available to you mm. and these dating sites and shit like that. I just feel like people are losing it so much earlier. And I'm, like, I remember just, like, growing up and being, like, oh, my God, it's going to be, like, the most romantic thing. And, like, even though, like, it wasn't or whatever, like, it was still, like, this, like, important thing to me. And I'm not saying that it should be, like, you know, like important as far as like waiting until like forever like marriage or something like that but I just mean like I remember it just being like this thing that was important in some way and I think it I think with your body and sexuality and things like that and like learning consent and safe words and things like that like you don't learn that until later in life right Mm -hmm. so you know, I think about, like, a lot of women's first-time stories, and they're like, yeah, I was kind of, like, pressured into it and just did it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like a lot of, and that's not just women, it's just, that's who I've heard from. Like, I'm sure there's, like, men who felt the need, mm-hmm. like, felt pressured to lose it or whatever. I just think, like, that should be, like, I think you should know what consent is and, mm-hmm. like, be fully ready and, like, comfortable in your body before you let somebody inside your body, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, that's, like, perfect advice. Yeah. Um, me, I feel like I lost it at, like, the perfect time. Everything about that moment just felt, like, magical to me. And you said so you were 21? I was 20. This was, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a great age to lose your virginity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like it to me. Yeah. Um, But it was with Tiffany. So she was my first girlfriend, really my only girlfriend. Um, And it was 
the day I decided to get back together with her. So this was like the second time I decided to go out with her again. Mm-hmm. So by that point, we already had like some, we already had great sexual chemistry. Like we had done like, you know, all the stuff from high school leading up to college, making out, like, you know, the dry humping, stuff like that. Dry like, humping, man. That used to get me so excited. <laughs> yeah, woo. Um, you know, just feeling each other up, stuff like that. And I tried to have sex with her before, but it was like back when we both didn't know a lot. And it was like, oh, it would be kind of like hard to like get in or it would be like painful, stuff like that. And we would just like stop. And we probably tried like two times before. But then the day when we finally did it, it was nice because like we, we finally got back together. We were happy to be together with each other again. And I was happy that she actually said yes to me. I thought she would be like, fuck you. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. Don't, don't, don't you dare ask me to be together with me after you broke up with me. But I was happy. Um, and that day, it was after we ate some like good-ass burgers that I made. So that that, that comes up later. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made some good-ass burgers. And it was kind of like I let her into my room. I put down some music or something. Um, like halfway through. I don't think for the first time I put music um and i just led her to the bed and we were so comfortable with each other's bodies we were smiling the whole time it didn't look like either of us had any like fear or anxiety and i was just looking at her i remember looking down at her i'm like oh i'm finally gonna be able to have sex with my girlfriend and she was like oh i'm finally gonna be able to have sex with my boyfriend oh that's so cute and we we didn't use condoms because we trusted each other enough which i don't recommend that for everybody right right probably use condoms guys But we trusted each other's, like, values and morals enough. I didn't feel like she was going to baby trap me. And I felt like if anything, and she needed to use a contraceptive or, like, a day after pill or whatever, she would go through with mm-hmm. it. Um, and personally, the condom, we tried condoms, and it was just, for us, it was just like, why do we even have to bother if we trust each other? You have to bother, guys. Use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I ain't trying to send the wrong message to All nobody. All those <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, don't get no babies. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if a guy tells you he doesn't like condoms, don't listen to him. Tell him he's not getting laid unless he uses one. That's a big fact. Don't <laughs> don't get manipulated. Hmm? Yeah. Don't get manipulated by a woman either. <laughs> not saying you were manipulated. <laughs> no, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but but it was actually a great time. It was like you know we just did missionary. Like the thrusting was like on point. The stroke game was on point. I was actually <laughs> impressed with how long I lasted. Woo! Um, and you know it was a finisher. I don't think I got her off, but we. It was just a point where she didn't really care. Yeah. Like, she was more like she enjoyed that. Like, I put in my work. She was still, like, out of breath. And she still enjoyed just the feeling of all of it and just being with me. And I liked that I intimacy that. and that comfort. And, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. And then, after, as soon as we finished having sex, I was just, like, I was looking at her and, you know, wiping the sweat off my forehead. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, those are some great burgers. And <laughs> she said the same thing. And I was like, yeah, right. I'm like, yo, we burgers should make more. Sex. <laughs> It doesn't get more American than that. That's so funny. Okay, so tell me about a funny sex encounter. A funny sex encounter? Oh, I can tell you about a real, real, I guess it's funny. It was this guy that I met up with um, off an app. His, uh, yeah, I met up with him off an app. He was like, like gorgeous. Like, you know, he looked like a model. But like, as much as he looked like a model, I wasn't like really, I realized I wasn't really attracted to him. But I found him really attractive. Makes but sense, I, yeah, I get But that. I thought when I met up with him, like, you know, the attraction would just, like, come through. And this was, like, really my first, one of my first experiences, like, being with a guy that I expected to be positive. Like, some of my first experiences with men were just really garbage. Okay. <laughs> um, But with him, 
Uh, you know, I met up with him. We met at the sushi spot. He chose one that happened to be close to his house. And as soon as he, I realized it was like close to his house, I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> um, I'm willing to play the game. I go to his house. He has some alcohol. He opens the bottle so I know I'm not about to get drugs. So that Perfect. made me feel great. <laughs> Take notes, people. <laughs> that made me feel great. We were watching. He had like such a minimalist room. Like it was just bed laptop desk. Oh, okay and that's i'm i'm not against that i just paid attention to it. i was like okay uh, whatever mm. you know live the dream i'm very min- minimalist no he was more minimalist <laughs> i'm just kidding, I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm being sarcastic all uh, right um but you know then at some point like i'm drinking alcohol i'm not trying to drink too much because i want to be conscious of what's going on mm. but i'm also trying to calm my nerves um because i'm like this is my first time with a guy what if like you know i'm too anxious and i can't get it up or right. what if i'm just like not into it at all what if i start feeling like maybe i really am just straight and i didn't want to have to go through this whole am i bi am i straight am i gay i didn't want to go through that yeah, shit. Yeah. that was my first encounter with a guy i wasn't trying to go through that again but we were watching netflix we put on like american horror story and pretended to watch that and at some point he's like i think behind me and i'm like feeling it a little bit like i'm getting a little bit like into it and i'm like okay i could probably like try to go forward with it so i'd like turn to him and i wanted to like start kissing him and everything and the way he kissed was just like who taught you oh no <laughs> i hate a bad kisser it throws I, everything else off who i as soon as his lips so, sorry as soon as his teeth like bit the bottom of my oh, chin no. <laughs> oh, God. i was just like this i'm not into it no more and like you know i still try to power through it because i'm like i'm in the man's house <laughs> I, I came here. I wasted my time. I'm gonna try to get what I can out of this, and I hope it like ends up being good. But like he was, he was just slobbering all over my chin. At no point <laughs> were his lips like even fully connected with mine. No. I felt so much teeth, and he was so aggressive with it. Like he was, yeah. we were both like I guess equally muscular, but he was trying to be more dominant, which I'm also not used to. Oh, I wasn't used to at the time with men. Okay. So that was weird. He was like trying to pick me up, hold me under my legs, and I was like, oh shit, I guess I'm yeah. I'm flipped over now. <laughs> I would be like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> Let me teach you how to kiss first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I wish I taught him that. You but, were young. <laughs> <laughs> but from there, it kind of just, like, went downhill. I was, like, struggling to, like, get hard. I was, like, trying to be into it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to, like, get him off and, like, book it out of here because I think I could at least do that. And maybe I might enjoy it. Right. So I tried going down on him for a bit. And it was like, okay, this is cool. But, like, after, like, two minutes of it, he was like, I'm, I, I think I'm about to come. And I'm like, I know I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, this, is my, this is, like, my first time giving head to a guy. So, I'm like, I, I can't. But maybe that was part of the turn on. Maybe. You know, like, you know, like, the porns where it's like, oh, like, like a young girl or whatever. Like, maybe uh, that was part of, like, the turn on. Yeah, probably. I, but yeah. we were, like, the same age. He was, like, probably a year lo- younger than me, too. Was he more experienced, though? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably why. Like, he's like, oh, like, I'm kind of... It's, like, almost like he's taking your virginity. I, yeah, I Like, guess. maybe. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not in his head, but mm. maybe that was part of the turn-on, too. Yeah. Or you're just that good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Mm. So I asked people uh, a walk of fame story, because there's no shame in sex. Walk of fame? Yes, on this podcast. I don't like the term walk of shame. Okay. Um, Now, it's a little different for girls, right? Because, like, we usually, like, walk of shame is usually, like, a girl in her outfit from the night before and her makeup running down her face. But is there a walk of fame story that you can think of as a dude that... 
Alright, so yeah, my first experience with a guy, it was, it, I met him on, uh, oh, so how it happened was I was on Tinder. I met this other dude on Tinder. We were the same age. I was in Canarsie. He was in East New York. We were chatting for a bit. I thought it was going to be a link up. I thought like, this is probably the person I want to share my first male encounter with. Um, but then he ghosted me and that hurt my heart. So, you know, then after that, I was just kind of looking for anybody to just like get it over with. And there was this one dude that I was considering, but he seemed a little aggressive. And I was like, let me not put myself in too dangerous of a situation. Right. Yes. So of all the people that I picked, I still ended up picking like one of the shittiest options that I had. And it was this guy. He had to be like 28 at the time. I was like 18. He hit me up. Nothing about him even looked attractive in his profile. I really don't know what I was thinking. Every time I tell this story, I'm like, what What the fuck was going through my Maybe head? Maybe you were desperate to, to see, to like, yeah. stop questioning it? I don't know. I'm not in your head. No, but... absolutely. At that yeah. time, I was still not sure, like, about bisexuality. I didn't grow up in a household where I even knew about LGBT terms. Um, it was a very homophobic household. So I was still trying to, like, battle with some of my demons and, like, understand my own sexuality better. And so I met up with Ralph. I went to his apartment. As soon as, like, I got, like, out, I went, like, 20 minutes out into the city. As soon as I got there, he's just, the clothes he's wearing just doesn't, like, grab my attention. It's not sexy. Nothing about him looks, like, sexy to me. And, like, he smelled kind of funny. And but I was like, oh, I'm already in this <laughs> man's house. And another thing that I had to note, I, as I was going there, I brought, like, a blunt thing in my bag to use as a weapon just in case <laughs> if you idea. have to bring a just in case weapon to meet somebody you probably shouldn't be meeting somebody yeah that's, that's true that's true <laughs> that's kind of the lesson i got out of that safety never takes a holiday though <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact too always stay strapped but just you know <laughs> yeah you shouldn't that shouldn't be your first thought oh i gotta meet this guy let me make sure like i'm ready yeah. just in case yeah um but I walked in as soon as I kissed him, like I wanted to vomit, like in his mouth, just like projectile. Um, I and I just still kept trying to power through it. I'm like, maybe you know, I'm too anxious. Maybe I'm like disgusted because of homophobia. Maybe I could just try to like you know calm down. Um, at no point did that happen. He like I went, we went on his bed. He was like, you want to watch porn? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, he tried to watch porn to get us into the mood. I wasn't into it. He whipped out his dick, and I was like. Oh man, here we go. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't like, it just wasn't appealing to me and probably like because I just wasn't into him as a whole. So right. this is like my first penis I'm seeing up close and I expect to do something with it and I'm just not turned on looking at it. And it was just like, he was like, oh, do you suck? And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not going to happen. Um, So I'm just like stroking him off and it's like the most mechanical up and down just robotic lifeless soulless just self-hating handjob mm. that i've ever given and ever hoped to give and as, then when he came of course he had to just like come like a fucking fountain and there was oh, just no. mess everywhere and i tried it, none of it got on me thankfully except for my hand but some of it got on his but if lap. you were into him it, you would have been fine with it all over you <laughs> Oh, for sure. I got a big thing for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We could get into that later. And maybe not so in your head, right? Right. But I, I tried things where, like, he tried to get me off, too. Like, I did, fuck, one thing, one good thing that came out of, like, that walk of fame was, like, you know, I found out I was really into nipple play. Okay. when he was, like, licking my nipples, at least I didn't have to, like, think, I could close my eyes and I have to think about his face or his presence. And I just felt that tongue. And I was like, oh, I'm into this. Okay. And it was getting me up a bit, but then, like, as soon as he would try, like, sucking me off, it was just, like, 
I, I, I fell out of it. Yeah. Um, as soon as like I got him off, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm not gay. Um, thank you oh, for this no, experience. That's yeah. like fully what I said. Oh gosh. <laughs> and you know, from there I just left. And as soon as I think like as soon as I left, I called one of my my friends. I think I called Tiffany actually because like she knew I was like having other encounters at the time, and I told her about how awkward and bad it was, and I just felt like it really at a weird place. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> but then like you him. found out you are bisexual <laughs> later, yeah, later on. Later no, on. for sure. Later on. Yeah. After that, I'm like, yo, logically, you've been looking at a lot of gay porn. Come on. <laughs> you got to be into dudes somehow. That just wasn't the right dude in any way, shape, well, or that, form. I mean, I watched some lesbian porn and I'm straight. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, I, get, I don't think it has to do with porn, but. What's, could I ask you, what's the appeal to you? Um, I think it's just, like, a little, like, more, like, female-based, because, mm. like, you know, you watch, like, a lot of porn as a female, and it's, like, she, to me, it's, like, every girl that I watch with a guy, it's, like, it's just her, she's being so fake mm. in my head. Like, there's definitely some porn stars that I don't feel that way about, but, like, I'm, like, oh, my God, they're being so fake, so, and, like, rough, and I like it rough and stuff like that, but, like, sometimes I'm in the mood for, like, like romantic sex to like watch like romantic mm. sex and you can't really find that in a straight couple in porn but lesbians like all of their porn is like or I shouldn't say all of it but like a lot of their porn is like they make out for such a long time they take their time they're like mm. going like you know like there's like hair flipping and so sensual yeah like it's like a sensual thing mm. more um but have yeah. you ever been with a girl um i was in a threesome and I was like, if I'm going into this, I'm doing everything. Mm. Um, so I went down on her. She went down on me. Um, we, like, did everything together, too. Um, and, yeah, like, I I definitely, like, went full force in there and really went for it. And mm. I did realize, no, no, I'm pretty straight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I had fun, like, but I I left there being, like, I kind of wish it was just the guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like or two guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or two guys or, like, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, w- I went for it and pleased her. And I was, like, uh, I doubt it was that good because I really wasn't that into it. But mm. it, I definitely didn't, like, be, like, oh, my God, like, ew. Or, like, anything. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I didn't, like, find it gross. I just didn't find it pleasurable, mm. if that makes sense. Copy. No, that makes perfect yeah, sense to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you gave it a shot. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to, like, go here and, like, just hook up with the guy. Like, I'm doing mm. this threesome to, like, have an experience. Mm. So I, I went for it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so what turns you on in a partner? And then is it different for men versus women? Oh, that's another fun question. Um, <laughs> for men and for women, I've found, and um, well, I'll start with like the turn-ons first. For um, off-rip um, intelligence, I if I'm talking to somebody, they need to be intelligent, especially if you're like witty. Like if you're clever, you're good at like snapping back with humor or like remarks or like if I make a joke at you, you make a joke back at me, and I'm like, oh, that's how you feel. Okay, um, so that in a conversation, that kind of like flirty, witty, clever kind of personality i like that that's like not like a turn on turn on but it's like it gets me like really interested in you and then from there like with i'll start with like guys with guys my range of guys that i'm into is like much wider than it used to be like i'll be into like you know the twinkie like slim guys that you know as long as you got nice skin your nails are cut yo some oh dudes... my god dudes want nails because <laughs> i really like to get fingered <laughs> 
And I'm like looking at them like if I'm on a date, and I'm like fucking hell, like I'm, like I can't, they I can't. Gloves put, on. He's not putting his fingers in me. <laughs> like they're like dirty underneath it and shit. Dirt, the dirt. I'm like, I can't. I'm like no. I can't with the grime. I'm like the grime. I can only imagine what your ass smells like. I just. Come. <laughs> The hygiene needs to... Men Men yes. have to do better when it comes to hygiene. Yeah. Not all men, but a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From what yeah. I've seen in my experience. <laughs> um, But yeah, just as long as the dude looks clean. Like, you know, I like the full lips. I like, you know, you look moisturized. Like, especially in your pictures. Like, you, your skincare is on point. Um, Your hair can't be, like, just looking like, you know, Baba Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, But for the most part, like, I, I tend to like more muscular men. Like, when I was first starting to understand my sexuality, like, I was still kind of, like, scrawny. And I was trying to get buff. So, I found myself more attracted to guys that were, like, as buff as I wanted to be. Or okay. buffer. Um, So, that still stands. But, you know, now I'm somewhere between liking to be dominant with men and liking to be submissive. So, I kind of just like men to be around my build. Like, I like if you could pick me up and I could pick you up. Nice, I yeah. could throw you against the wall. You could throw me on the floor. And it just, like, goes back and forth like yeah. that. And butts. Just butts, butt. yeah. Men and women. Big butts, like nice butts, <laughs> medium sized butts, just butts. Um, all the butts. All the butts. I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> nice. With women, um, with women, is it tends to yeah, like a big range as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and I like all races too. That's another thing. Like I don't find myself like, oh, I only prefer this race. Yeah, me neither. I've literally yeah. dated. I think like. Well, most races. <laughs> yeah, so with me, I'm just like, look, if you're attractive, like if I'm attracted to you and I, our personalities vibe, for me, that's really all I need for the most part. Um, That goes like for Same. gender as well. And confidence for me. Yeah, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So like in terms of like, I guess like abstract personality things, confidence, um, confidence, intelligence, just that wit and, you know, just like a sense of self-love. I think that is something that really like i'm drawn to yeah of course yeah because i see people do like the self-deprecating memes a lot and like memes about like how badly you want to kill yourself and every once in a while that might be funny but if i see that's like your entire existence i'm like well it's never funny to joke about suicide (laughs) yeah i mean in a sense that if i see you trying to relate to your depression in a way that oh right it's like palpable yes 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 um but when i see you're doing that too much it doesn't seem like you're coping well with like whatever demons you're battling and it just mm-hmm. makes it seem like oh no that might be an issue later on and like yeah. whether it's only pure sexual or pure like romantic or whatever it's just something that makes me like really concerned yeah so that's not a turn on for me <laughs> and then before we switch to the game i think you're my youngest guest so i wanted to ask you how social media plays in to your dating life like so you know i grew up without social media and stuff like Mm. that and i'm sure you had a time when you didn't Mm. but like i think you know now that i'm dating with social media it's like i go and i check their instagram and if like their instagram is annoying or like (laughs) like whatever i'm like no 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 like how do you feel social media influences like your life in general but also like your dating life Oh, social media changes the game completely. Like, now if I meet somebody and, like, I, I want to, like, I'm about to, like, like split ways, I don't usually ask for their number because I'm like, if I ask for their number, I'm going to text them. They probably already forgot what I look like. <laughs> and I probably want to see more of them to be like, oh, wow, they look really good in this picture. So I was just straight up be like, oh, do you have an Instagram? Or, like, you know, Snapchat, I don't really care about. But I'll just ask them straight up Instagram because I'm, I'm on Instagram. 
And I feel like from there, like, it's much easier to post a story. And, you know, you could probably like, post a couple of thirst traps every now and then get their attention. If they hit you up, you kind of know where the vibe is. It just makes things much more, like, clear-cut in my experience. So I like that. And I also just, like, post pictures of myself online, sometimes more explicit than others. Mm-hmm. And just getting people's attention, like, called to you is nice. And just being able to have, like, more, <laughs> I guess, more options of, like, who you want to talk to or who seems like they're vibing with you best is also nice compared to like back when there wasn't social media and like the only people you really had were like the people in like your immediate network right or like friends of friends um so i feel like it changes the game a lot in terms of improving my life i've tried to be very careful not to just get consumed in social media Mm -hmm. it's very easy to like you know get addicted to attention and get lost in it and sometimes you have to pull yourself back and be like why the fuck do I even care about all this attention? And showing, like, a fake persona. Yeah. It's... Like, right? Like, I, like, recently have, like, made my Instagram, my personal Instagram, like, more, like, no makeup selfies or, like, you know, I used to just mm. put every picture where I thought I looked beautiful. And, like, mm. now it's like, oh, I look crazy in this picture, but all my friends look beautiful. Let me post it. Like, right. you know, like, like, versus, like, how I used to do it. I feel like I used to be like, oh, I don't look good in that picture. I'm not going to post it. Right, I know the feeling. Yeah. Like when I started my Instagram, I think part of my mentality was I wanted to post pictures where I'm smiling a lot. Because mm-hmm. when I take selfies, they tend to look like mugshots. And like... I always smile in my <laughs> selfies. I just look better with a smile. No, my my forced <laughs> smile isn't cute. I like my ugly smile more than my forced smile. Okay. So when I'm with my friends or my friends are taking pictures of me, you'll see like my best smiles. You'll yeah, see... I can see it now. Like, your, <laughs> your smile is nice. Like it is. Thank you. But I mean, like, you'll see the veins in my neck. You'll see, like, like all my muscles flex in the smile. Like, it's just very full body. Yeah. So I like posting those pictures where, like, friends catch me smiling because of, like, an right, interaction we're right. having. Or I'm in a group of friends. And when I find myself posting pictures where it's just selfies I take, it just, one, it feels very vain. Yeah. Two, it's not, it doesn't feel like that represents who I am. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's how I look. Don't but, get me wrong, though. I love a selfie. It can be, <laughs> be self-empowering. That's a fact. Yeah. No, it's good to But look. not for you. <laughs> no, no, I take a lot of selfies. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I take a lot of selfies. They are very empowering for me. I, I look at myself in the mirror sometimes, and I'm uh, like, wow, I've made a lot of good work on myself. Nice. And it's good to be able to appreciate, like, yeah. whatever dedication you put into your body, who you are, whatever. Um, But I just like my pictures with my friends more than with my pictures I take of myself because right. I feel like that best you get the best picture of what my personality looks like that way yeah so that's right. pretty much my mentality alright now it's time for some games okay so today we're gonna play proceed with caution or deal breaker either or yeah so like I'll say something and then you're like mmm Deal breaker, or I'll proceed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, they want you to. They want to call you daddy in the bedroom. Proceed with caution. Okay. How how like early on do they want to call me daddy? Uh, let's say third date. Uh, ooh, third third date is fine, but I've had some dudes like I hit them up and like as soon as we send one pick back and forth, they're like mm, daddy, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> but it's still not a deal breaker for you. Nah, not a deal breaker. Okay, it's definitely not a deal breaker for me because (laughs) I've been known to call somebody daddy. Um, uh, They are 20 years older than you. 20 years older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think my cutoff has to be like my brother's age. Like he's 11 years older than me. 
And so, deal breaker? That's a deal breaker. That's okay. a deal breaker. I would proceed with caution. Um, <laughs> it's a little different as you get older. Um, <laughs> they show up to the date in sweatpants. Proceed with caution. That's... Proceed with caution. Yeah. The best date I ever went on, he showed up in fucking sweatpants and he never looked better. Did it show through the sweats? I, I don't really remember, but probably because... Oh my god, he was the hottest guy I ever dated. He was so fucking hot. He could have worn anything he wanted, as far as I was concerned. Could have worn nothing. Yeah, like, oh, he did later on that night. <laughs> I was not missing my chance to go home with him. Um, they live at home with their parents. Proceed with caution. Yeah, it's different for a young man, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. always a deal breaker. For me, it would be like, it would definitely be proceed with caution, but it would get in the way like because it's like sometimes I want you in my space but sometimes I don't like sometimes mm. I want to go to your place like versus mm. I, I wouldn't want somebody that's just always at my place right mm. like so for me it's a little different what about Michael B. Jordan he lives with his parents <sighs> I'm not really into him <laughs> I know, it's so surprising. Ooh. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. If he was up in this bedroom right now, I would No, 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 you already said you're not yeah, into him. Yeah. You, you can't take it back now. Oh. If he heard that he's invisible, he heard that now. Oh, he's not know. doing it. Imagine, like, he was like, oh. <laughs> Miss your chance, pranked, MTV. <laughs> um, they cancel the first date twice. Oh, no, fuck that. That's a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a dub dub. They have a foot fetish. Proceed with caution. They yeah. might be able to get me into it. I'm yeah. personally not into it, Same. but shoot. I'll try any fetish once. I, I don't know about any fetish because I've... Well, most. Let's put most. Let's yeah. Let's put most. <laughs> uh, you find out they have dated one of your friends in the past. Proceed with caution. Mm. I think it'll depend on which friend and personally my views on how much I trust that friend or like how... You know, if I'm insecure about knowing that, but that's not a deal breaker for me. For me, it would be like how many years, how long they dated, like, it would be like that kind of thing. Right, and like, am I still close with that friend? Am I, every time I see that friend, I'm going to see you under him? Yeah, yeah, it just depends. (laughs) Um, They have children. Oh, that's a deal breaker. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. It's not (laughs) a deal breaker for me, but again, I think that's like our age thing, Uh right? Um, why can't, why is it not a deal breaker for you? Well, because, you know, I've dated guys who are, like, divorced or whatever mm. because I tend to date older than me, and I'm about to be 32, so it's not that uncommon for people to have mm. kids when they're that the age, 30s. right? Mm. So, like, and, you know, I've worked with kids all my life. I, I can handle being... I can handle kids. <laughs> um, that being said, I haven't dated anybody... Oh! I fucked people that had kids, but I haven't dated anybody with kids. Do you date people younger than you? Ever? I haven't. Like, not even, like, a year difference? No, but I just recently, I talked about this on the last podcast, but I just put it down to, like, 28. Mm-hmm. Just to see. Because <laughs> I've always been against it, and I'm like, you know what, I shouldn't be against it. Like, let's let's mm-hmm. try this out. So we'll copy. see. I'll, I'll report back. Copy, copy. Um, they only listen to Electronica. Only? Deal. Breaker. <laughs> For me. I'm like, that's a deal breaker. You don't like R&B. No, nothing. You don't nothing. like trap. You don't like rock They're music. They're like one of those people that just go to all the Electronica shows and only listen to Electronica. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Um, they only wanted missionary in the bedroom. Goodbye. That's a yeah, deal breaker. Definitely. That's, you have to have some sort of like playful like... For me, at least, in the bedroom. Like you have to like be able to like explore mm-hmm. different things and stuff like that. Yeah, Alright, so we're going to do Never Have I Ever, and basically, if we've done it, just say cheers, uh, and if we've both done it, we'll clink, God. whatever, say clink, it doesn't matter. Okay, Never Have I Ever role-played in the bedroom. 
Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, mm. Mm. never have I ever had sex at school. Cheers. <laughs> I have not, so I won't drink, but go ahead. Option. Well, I only went to like community college and high school. Multiple so. times. Multiple times. It was a great time over the desk. Do you have a home. funny sex at school story? I don't know if it was funny. It was hot as shit. Okay. It was, it was Tell amazing. It. Um, me and my friends, we found this one. Well, I found a room. And I introduced my friends to this room. It's like this piano room that music classes use. It's usually pretty dark in there. It's usually not a lot of like students in there. Um, So one day, me and Tiffany went in that room. And there was nobody in there. And all the lights were off. And it was just a nice table just waiting for people to have sex on it. And... We did that, and I just threw her on the table, a missionary, and just started drilling her, and it was a good time. Nice. And we could be as loud as we wanted to be. It was a good time. There you go. Never have I ever choked or been choked in the bedroom. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> My fave. I don't like being choked. Like, I've tried it, like, with guys and girls. Uh-huh. I'll choke the shit out of somebody. I'll, yeah. I'll do it. Like, especially if you really want me to do it, I'll be like, as long as I'm not, like, hurting you, I'm all for it. Yeah. I said it. Probably every episode, but it's my favorite. <laughs> um, never have I ever got injured from sex. Nah, I don't think I've ever been like... No, no, no. no. I've... Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I've definitely like hit my head on a headboard too hard or something like that. I remember one time my elbow was sprained from whatever the hell I was... My elbow was sprained from an arm wrestle with a friend. And then even though my elbow was sprained, I decided to have sex the same night anyways. And, like, you know, when you're picking somebody up oh, and putting no. that same weight on your arm, my elbow, like, gave out. It was the worst pain. I was about to faint. I was like, it's a it's clip for me. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. Never have I ever kissed a celebrity. I haven't. Nah, never. Me neither. I like. I ask everyone that though because I've had a couple people say yes, and then I like pause and I'm like, who is it? Which celebrities? <laughs> well, I can't say now. Ah. Um, but I'll tell you after. Um, never have I ever walked into a date, saw them, and left. I wish I did. No, I, I I haven't either. Never. <laughs> no, never have I ever been catfished. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Cheers. Big yeah. cheers. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever dated someone to make someone else jealous. No, never. That's petty. Me neither. That's too much. I mean, like, maybe in high school, but I don't even think I... I can't even think (laughs) of, like, a scenario, but no, I don't think so. Never have I ever masturbated in public. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever... You might as well hold it in your hand. Never have I ever ghosted or been ghosted. Cheers. Never have I ever waxed dot 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 down there. Nah, never. Not I wax. Have. Does it hurt? Ah, uh, yeah, but it's fine. I also like now I'm like a, a bush gal. Like I don't give a fuck. Poppy. Mm-hmm. I I can't I see mean, myself like, waxing. If I know I'm having sex that night with somebody new, I'll like leave the top and shave like the inside mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm also like, listen. There's hair down there for a reason. If you can't hang with it, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just like, it's so annoying to fucking shave or wax and all that. I'm like, again, like I do it if it's somebody new and, you know, I see what they like. But Mm. other than that, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Whatever. Um, Never have I ever had shower or bath sex. Cheers. Cheers. I don't really like it, though. Um, Shower sex? 
I mean, I kind of want to get it as dangerous as possible, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I haven't yeah. had bath sex yet, though. That looks like it's going to be romantic and just fun yeah, as fuck. Yeah, I did, but it's not that enjoyable because it's like, what you can't really, like... Move too much. Yeah, like, I had a clawfoot tub in my last apartment, and mm. I did it with one guy in there, but he was so tall that it was just, like, like, my knees hurt so bad because, like, I was, I was, like, on top, like... Mm. With my knees, like, squished in there, like, and it was like, you couldn't even get down all the way, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> it's just like... I hope the shorter guys are listening, yeah, like, sometimes it's better yeah. to be shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shoot. Um, never have I ever tasted funky tasting spunk. Nah, never, never. No. I, um, my first time, like, having, like, some dudes come in my mouth, it was... It didn't taste like funky. It didn't taste like why does it taste like battery acid? Yeah. But it was just like, oh, this is not my flavor. I'll yeah. I'll take the cum on my chest, on my abs, whatever, but oh. not in my mouth. No oh, place. I'm like, I'm like, why and- the fuck did you get it on my chest? I was ready to swallow that fucking <laughs> shit. I'm like all about it. When people want to swallow for me, I'm happy for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, go ahead, easy clean up. What? <laughs> yeah. Um. Never have I ever had sex with two different people in 24 hours. I have. Cheers. No. Oh, you have? No, never, never, never. Okay, I have. It was like a wedding weekend, though. Mm. Mm. You know? That was a good weekend, though. Um, Never have I ever had sex in public. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Never have I ever watched porn that grossed me out after. Cheers, everybody has. Oh, my God. Jadian said she hadn't, and I was like, what the fuck? And then she was like, what do you mean? And I told her a story of, like, being grossed out, and she was like, no, I haven't. And I'm like, what? Even, like, you know, half the time, like, as soon as you're done coming, you're just looking at it like, oh, my God. God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Last one, never have I ever had sex at work. Damn it. Never. No, I don't think I have either. Not yet. Okay. Um, thank you so much for doing this for me. I hope you had fun. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, do you want to shout out your Instagram? Sure, my Instagram, uh, at smartass, S-M-A-R-D, underscore, A-S-S. Hit me up, ask me about any questions you have, let me know how you felt about the podcast. Slide into those DMs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again. No problem. Bye.